I'm recording. Me too. <laughs> oh man. Welcome guys. I just like want to start talking about it right away. Hey guys, <sighs> well, welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. I'm feeling very emotional and this is my friend Sally. Say hi Sally. <laughs> hi. <laughs> it's season six, episode 16. Yes, that's yeah. right. 16. And we're talking about <sighs> drought conditions. Droughts. Oh, which is the opposite of what our eyes are experiencing right now. <laughs> there's there's a little irrigation it, happening emotionally. <laughs> I have recovered now, but it was rough watching it. I I just finished rewatching it, and I'm I'm feeling a little verklempt. So uh, let us sing to get into the <laughs> West Wing swing, and we will mm-hmm. be off to the races. Ready? All right. I'm going to sing like a little sadly, though. Okay? Okay. You can <laughs> sing sadly as much as you want. This is very mopey. Lower. Wow. That is real. <laughs> that is a real sound. Yeah, Good luck with that one. <laughs> Guys, I love this episode. I love season six. This is probably in the, no, I don't know if top 10, maybe top 15 episodes, I'd say. Really? Yeah, I I love, love this episode. It is even downloaded onto my laptop for when I'm flying on an airplane huh. and want to watch an episode. So Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. I was looking online at some of the message boards, and I'm not the only one who thinks this, apparently. Somebody said, uh, the long, dark time that was season five was worth it to get to the brilliant, shining light of season six. So, I think we can all kind of agree on that. But, I know not all of you felt that way, so let's uh, let's do a quick TikTok and then we'll dive all in. Alright. I'll, I'll let you take this TikTok since it's your your fave. I mean, it's not my favorite not your fave, ever, but, but it's, one of your it's up there. Okay. Well, what happens? We find out that, first of all, the, the woman that Toby's meeting with is not a romantical situation. Uh-huh. It's Ricky Rafferty, yeah. and it, she's got a gender-neutral name, and that's why it was sneaky. And she has put her hat into the ring. She's running. And otherwise, all the candidates are coming to D.C., mm-hmm in this episode what else is happening charlie tries to set up kate with her ex-husband yeah. that's kind of funny yeah. toby and josh get in a fist fight but we'll come back to that in a moment uh toby's brother yeah well yes so <laughs> toby's all kinds of sad yeah. and angry because his his brother passed away and it's terribly yeah. sad so on top of that he also gets into a fist fight with josh and they're thinking about hiring cliff callie mm-hmm. so yeah. plenty of other plenty of other things to discuss yeah. but uh let's let us start well what what are your thoughts on this episode sally i like are this we, episode. are we on the same page or not yeah we're on the same page to an extent i don't know it it would probably make my top 30 i really like it it's not one of it's not one that i like i guess it is one that i think about because of the scenes with Toby and the fist fight with Josh. Not really a fist fight, but the fight with Josh. But I mean, they're in headlocks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I like it. Yeah. Stage overall. fighting. So, but it, I wouldn't say that it's one of my favorites. 
but I have a lot of good things to say about it. I have plenty to say. <laughs> okay, let's start. I We could just go in order, I suppose. Sure. And maybe try not to jump around so much. But we do, it's not a campaign episode, which no. after a string of really strong campaign episodes one might be inclined to be a little sad that we're back in the west wing but oh, i no. it, i think i think it immediately turns into something wonderful yeah i wasn't sad at all it felt like coming home well but we there's so we've got like a new home home is where the, your heart is and our heart is with people on the campaign and in the west wing which will definitely bring it to a head when it I gets guess to that the was Josh the thing Toby too issue. is it's not even that we're in the west wing but all of our people are in one place so that felt like being mm-hmm. at home. That's true. It's like when the kids are coming home from college. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But can we just talk about how delightful Matt Santos is when he's singing Allison? So delightful. That's, I think that's my first note is uh, Matt Santos can sing to me literally anytime. I mean, could he be more charming? Like, mm-hmm. just, I don't think it's possible, really. Nope. It's if not. he was holding on to, if he was holding on to puppies, I think that would be the only. <laughs> Thing we haven't seen yet so. but the greater thing is that because of the debates in the last episode and because santos was in them he's now polling above 19 percent in new hampshire so he's in this thing where do you want to start sally <laughs> i well okay i really love the toby talking to a woman which does come which does happen at the beginning so we could just start there uh toby yeah. is talking to like a mystery woman essentially Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. of the episode is that twist. I mean, I'd say it's a twist because yeah. I remember watching it for the first time and trying so hard to figure out. I thought it was some sort of therapist and he didn't want people to know he was oh, seeing a therapist and, or that. That was my original thought. And then I remember when they revealed at the end that it was Rafferty and that he had been working, you know, on the side sort of against Josh to an extent. I just thought that was such a great reveal and such a great way to tell that story. Uh, so that's one of my favorite parts of the whole episode is that storyline woven in and out because that's sort of a, a device they use to tell the story. I loved it. So smart. And yeah. uh, I will say the way that they play that scene or the multiple scenes that we have between the two of them, it is very electric. Now, I, I get that Toby is almost always whispering if he's not shouting. Yeah. But I, the way he was whispering got me a little bothered in this episode. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> bothered in a good way? Like, okay. You're bothered in a okay, good way. Good. I was yeah. Like, um... <laughs> he, <laughs> he was selling it. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that device with, with Rafferty. Yeah. And I mean, I guess this sort of leads into... The, the Josh storyline, because I just, I liked that we're sort of addressing the fact that Toby didn't go, isn't on the campaign trail and isn't trying to get somebody to win. And it's sort of a follow-up to the conversations he'd already had with Josh. And I like that they bring that back. And I like that they explore it further. And obviously it kind of explodes, but I just, I just really enjoy that entire storyline. It's not a great timing for Toby, poor Toby, who was an emotional wreck. Yeah. But... Oh my gosh. Give him all of the awards, of the awards. please, yeah. for this episode. 100%. Give him all of the Emmys, all of the Screen Actors Guild Awards. <laughs> that, I mean, I, I don't want to, we shouldn't jump ahead to that part yet, right? No. Sure. No, no. let's not do that. Uh, I mean, Toby crying. I can't, ha- I can't handle yeah. it, guys. It's too much. It was so it's, good. I mean, what to 
And then CJ starts crying. And so everybody's crying and I'm crying. It's just all, it's perfect. That's why I like this episode. I, I like when people are crying. love the choice to have that. I love the choice to have that scene with CJ and not Josh oh, or Leo or anybody else. I just think that their, I don't know, their bond obviously is so, is so unique and so different, so vulnerable. And so to have him sort of finally have that moment where he breaks down a little bit, that I thought it was perfect oh. to have it be him and CJ. And then when he's like, ah, but she's like, do you want some water? Do you want some scotch? Do you want me to go? And he says, no. So good. <laughs> and he's just like barely whispering, I'm not interested in looking at his picture. I mean, yeah. that whole scene, oh, it's just gold. It was so oh, good. Oh, so good. And then we find out that he, he killed himself instead of, you know, like the episode yeah, we thought that it wasn't cancer. Died of cancer, but he actually killed himself. And that is just I mean, as if this episode wasn't emotional enough, it's just one more thing <laughs> to Yeah, turn the, the way knife. that they told the story, the way that they crafted today's story yeah. was just brilliant. The way that we find out more, not just about Toby and his brother, but we also find out more about Rafferty and then that Toby was the one who you know, it was it was a mystery, but we didn't even know that we were in one. Right. So I I liked that a whole lot. Yeah, I agree totally. Um But let let's talk about the meat of it. Let's talk about Josh and Toby. Okay. 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 <laughs> so Josh, first of all, he can't get into the West Wing because he doesn't <laughs> he's his yeah. pass has been revoked. Toby Toby won't sign him in, which is a bad sign. Yeah. Um and apparently <laughs> they really frown on hanging out. Who knew? Um, which, also, I was very upset at how Donna could just, like, waltz in there with Will into the West Wing. It was kind of Yeah, that didn't me. really make sense. Ugh. I mean, I understand that he's still the VP, but I just, I don't like Donna's, I don't like what's going on with her right now. Um, yeah. But, so Josh tries, he finds out about Toby's brother and finds out that Toby didn't, I mean, didn't call him to say that his brother had passed. Yeah. And that is a that huge thing. I mean, yeah. they had been working together for, what, seven years? At least, yeah. Yeah, seven years yeah. at least, yeah. And and you don't even call? And, I mean, we know how yeah. monomaniacal Josh can be about, yeah. well, pretty much anything related to his job. <laughs> but even he says, yeah. like, screw whatever we were working on. Like, you should have called me, you know? And the yeah. fact that Toby didn't. Just shows how hurt and upset he was with Josh. And he won't go to lunch. And then it gets fisticuffs and we're off to the races. So Even that scene where Josh finds out that he didn't know Toby's brother died. That was kind of heartbreaking. I mean, where he yeah. just feels so like, I didn't even, I didn't know. And, and oh, I don't know. It was just, because Toby, of course, is not the kind of person to to no. call around and be like, hey, guess what? What was me? You know, obviously. Yeah. But it was still just... I don't know. Yeah, it was just heartbreaking. The whole thing is heartbreaking. But, I mean, it's heartbreaking. Then when we get to their actual argument, I just, I I feel weird saying I just loved it, but I did love it because, like, I agree with both of them. I get what both of them are saying, and it's sad, but it, I don't know, like, when Josh is like, all right, well, come with me. Like, I'm inviting you now. And he's like, no. It just, oh. 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 But, 
but I'm trying to figure out really like what is the root of it? Like what is the primary cause of the conflict? Is why can't Toby get on board with Santos? Like why does he think he, he's a DOA candidate? No, I think the the primary cause of it is that Josh didn't ask him before he went out and recruited him. Like he didn't come to Toby and say, "Hey, I like this guy. Let's go back him." But he it was kind just like, of did. He didn't he, he tell told him? him about it, but he never asked him to come with him or ask for his opinion or anything. Yeah, well, it's time sensitive. I just feel like I feel like he involved Toby some and I feel like it was early on enough where Toby could have gotten involved. So I don't under, I don't totally buy Toby being that upset about it. Mm. And I just feel like Toby's such an I just I feel like he's such an ideologue. Like wouldn't he change his mind and get on board once he saw what he stood for? Like why would he go and back Rafferty? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Truly. I think I think that had more to do with the fact that he saw that Josh was, well, he was bummed. Like he said, he was bummed about giving the ethanol pledge. And like, he just felt like Josh, he didn't feel like Josh was selling out, but he thought Josh was getting into it to make a point. And then when he realized he was serious about it and like he wanted him to win, I think he felt more left out that Josh didn't bring him along. And he wanted somebody in the race that was going to make a point. So that's what why he ended up helping out Rafferty. I just, I'm just surprised that he would think that Josh would get into the race just to make a point and not to win. Like that, really? Yeah, I don't know that. Why yeah. would you leave that White House to do that? Anyway, I was also wondering, the first time I saw this scene, it, it was very jarring. Because when do we ever, I mean, we rarely have all-out fights between characters. But actual physical oh, fighting, no. pretty much never, I'd say. Other yeah. than a, a brief snowball fight. Uh, would Sorkin have ever done that? Question mark. Do you think Sorkin would ever have Josh and Toby throwing fists at each other? Like throwing, like throwing papers and even the words that Josh said to Toby, like that was severe. It was something like, you're not worth the breath that you breathe I don't think he would have. I I don't think Sorkin would have because I think he would have used them. It got very dark. Fighting with their words as more applicable like he, that's what is the highest for him you know what I mean like if you can have a good sparring match just with your dialogue that's what he would want to do you know so I think no I don't think he would have had anybody come to blows and I have I believed it in the moment I believed both of them because they're incredible actors but I it felt like much more of a stretch to me that Josh would get to the point of being that mad at Toby I can understand Toby because he's a short fuse on everything and That's because true. we've seen the we've seen the build up of his frustration of Josh leaving with a candy gram and dropping things. So I feel I feel like we've had more time to buy Toby getting to this level. But I feel like it was such a quick turn for Josh to like meet him at this intense level. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I believed I, it. I so obviously he did his homework, but it just felt like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. Well, and Toby has his entire backstory going on. So like you could see Toby being on the edge emotionally just in general like being ready to to lash out about anything so josh didn't have anything like that he didn't have any motivational factors like that i mean so i, I get that, that he couldn't get into the into the west wing but that's <laughs> yeah you know, minor inconvenience <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah also, also who would win in a fist fight toby or josh 
Uh, Josh. Really? 100% Josh I'm, would win. Well, you know, he might be in more running shape. But I feel like Toby's, <laughs> like, a, he's scrappy, you know? He probably knows ways to, like, d you know, incapacitate you with, like, his knuckles yeah, or so. keys or, so. you know. I don't know. Okay, that's neither here nor there. Let us talk about also, let's talk about CJ and Margaret. And CJ, okay. I kind of put CJ, Margaret, Leo, and Annabeth in one yeah. category. You know. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of like a sad, yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> well, no, no, no. The only thing was that sometimes, and I feel this way about other episodes too, but it almost felt like, I mean, we definitely got enough CJ and Margaret but, like, there was just a teeny bit of Annabeth. There was just a teeny bit of Leo, it felt like. So I felt like there were snippets of these other storylines that I kind of wanted a little bit more of. So that that's it. That's the only that's the only reason I said yeah. Because I, I liked – well, I loved the moment with Annabeth and Will. I thought that was so sweet. Okay. Okay. I no, take issue with look. that. No, I don't. Oh. It, it oh, felt – I remember not just the first time I saw this, but every time I watch it, it feels uh -huh. so strange to me. Like, it seems... Really? Yeah. It seemed well, to okay. me like she was kidding and then never... You know, like, how I people, could... like, pretend like they're crying? Like, I think Donna's done something like that before. Or I guess when they're confessing, when she was confessing, like, oh, it was me, I did it. Like, people go along and then they turn. I was expecting yeah. her to turn at some point. And then she just never did. And I was like, oh, she was being sincere? I didn't believe that at all. <laughs> well, see, that's another thing I think like, that's what I mean is that, like, it felt like there was a scene missing in that storyline. I wish that we had had something where she had been feeling unappreciated or something that just let you mm. know, oh, hey, this is why this this is so important to her. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? So I think it might have, it might have been because she was, like, smiling while she's crying. You know what I yeah, mean? So. Like, it didn't yeah. actually seem like she was upset. It was just kind of like, oh, well, I'm... You know, you you don't think anyone's looking and watching and appreciating you, and there you are. Your S's are sloshy and flat and blah, blah, blah. Like, it just, it felt really strange to me, honestly. I liked, I liked it because I liked Will's response, because he felt clearly very uncomfortable. Huh. I, I, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, we'll agree. I mean, I'm not trying to, I thought it was I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to change your mind. Um, I'm just wondering <laughs> if other people felt the same way, so... Let us let us know what you think. Also, Annabeth, I thought it was kind of funny at the beginning where she's talking with CJ about all of her wardrobe issues. Uh, apparently, CJ has a penchant for spilling things. Yeah. And I, I liked that whole running gag with Margaret. It was I pretty did too. funny. I did too, yeah. It also highlighted Margaret's fashion, which we really haven't talked about before. No. I don't think. Yeah. It's, no, I don't um, think have. How do we describe it? I'm trying not to like say brand names because somebody probably wears them. Um, I feel like it's if colorful. Margaret had a what? It's colorful. It's it's very colorful. I feel yeah. like she wears a lot of that like fringe that you kind of see on throw pillows a lot. Yeah. You know? It honestly that, feels kind of, this is going to sound crazy, but it feels a little like Emily Gilmore to me. Yes! Absolutely. Like those types like, of jackets and skirts and, I don't like know. Like tweed pantsuits that are kind of wacky with fringe. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, also, people make a big deal about, well, we find out that Margaret's pregnant and unmarried. Yeah. And this, on the internet, you know, where the people talk, that has become a topic of discussion. It's it's interesting right. to me that they bring it up at all. Right? Yep. 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 100%. Was it because she was Weird. pregnant in real life? I guess so, but like we couldn't have just I could, could not notice she's not like if she's that were in the there case. all the time. And why Very did they have to make a point that she was unmarried? A lot of people are saying yeah. that they were billing her as a lesbian character, which is fine, but I just felt I felt strange that they just made that like a footnote, which is a it's very weird. big personal revelation about a character, and then they're just kind of like, huh, and move on, and then never discuss it again, you know? Yeah, it's super weird. I think it's I think it's pretty commonly acknowledged too it, among the the fandom, if you will, that yep. it is it's weird. Why did we mention this for one sec? I don't know if they maybe had bigger plans for it and were going to take it somewhere, but it is definitely very odd, I think. And I think that, most people agree. Because they make it I, such a pointed comment. Like, it is such a... I feel like they're like, stop what they're doing to talk about her being pregnant. And they, then... They do. Never again. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah. But that's not the biggest... I mean, that's a pretty big revelation that somebody's pregnant and not married. I yeah. mean, that's just a big life news. But also, and and we never see that play out, but we also, pivoting to Cliff Cali for a moment, um, apparently they hire Cliff Cali? <laughs> question mark? Like, I, at the end of the, right? Like, at the end of the episode. I didn't remember that at all. At the end of the episode, CJ talks to him at the ball or wherever they are and says, like, no, you turned us down, but people don't turn us down. We're like the mafia. And you're going to work for us. <laughs> yes. And then we don't... Then he talks to the president. And then we never see Cliff again, right? Like, I don't. I think this yeah. is his last episode. And and yeah, we don't see him in the halls of the White House. So what yep. happened weird. there? Also weird. This is... And that's... I think that's my problem with the episode, too, is this... And I think it goes with the Annabeth scene, is that it feels a little disconnected. It feels like there's so many threads... That aren't, like, really ever pulled on. It's weird. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's so much... This is just further case for there to be a movie. If the movie had taken place, you know, <laughs> ten years yeah. ago. There's just yeah. so many amazing characters that... I mean, even Charlie. Like, we have a great little Charlie storyline. But it's just so brief, you know? The, I mean... Yep. Yeah, there's exactly. There's only so much screen time. Yep. I agree. Totally. I think... And that stinks because the other parts of the story, like the meat of the story, the Toby stuff and the Josh stuff and the more Toby stuff is so good. And I feel like these other little like snippets sort of take away from it a little bit instead of adding to it like they usually do. So I think mm. that's my only issue with the episode. But I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I just think it's a bummer. Okay, what did you think about Cliff Callie in this episode, though? Because to me... I think we all, I mean, it's a, it's a broad generalization, but I feel like we all generally liked Cliff back when yeah. he was talking with Donna because he took the fall for our team and he, he got the investigation off of our our people and mm -hmm. he was a team player. So we liked him. And it's, yeah. and I still like him. I, I, I just felt like they really leaned into him acting like Josh. 
in this episode with his whole attitude. Yeah. He had a lot of swagger and know-how, and it just didn't feel really like the same character at all to me. I agree with that. Yes, I 100% agree with that. I couldn't really put my finger on it, but I think that's the perfect. I think that's the perfect assessment. I mean, he was so much more, and he's still like charming in this episode. He's still yeah, because he's like has Josh. This boyish quality about him. Yeah, but it's a different. He just felt so much sweeter in the other episodes yeah there was almost no sincerity episodes. here yeah which i feel like yeah. he had previously so it just felt like they were really leaning into that like oh well here's a new josh and yeah. the the part where he is going back and forth with cj and he walks in and she's like sit and he says heal like as though <laughs> they were giving dog commands to, to yeah. see if it worked both ways it doesn't yeah i mean that no. You should pretty much just never say to a woman ever. Yeah. But I just felt like he was trying too hard to. Yeah. Or they were the story, you know, the writers were trying too hard to make it a Josh thing. I agree. Yeah. But I did like a lot of those really short little exchanges comedically. I thought there were a bunch of them. And I know that. uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. The Kate Harper um, and CJ, the Molly Bolly thing. Like just yeah. the just the cadence of it was just really yeah. funny. It's not even mm-hmm. long enough to play like an audio clip. It's just like okay, no. that that was funny. Yeah, I um, and I think there were a lot of those really quick. I mean, obviously the West Wing is famous for quick, funny lines, but like like in the beginning when Santos is singing and Josh is like, "Are you gonna kiss me?" or something like that. Like there was a lot of fast. <laughs> One line humor in this one that was not like yeah. a shut up joke or anything that was literally just somebody responding in a funny manner. Yeah, so I like that. Speaking obviously. of, <laughs> are you gonna kiss me? <laughs> um, Josh and Donna in a closet. Hold on yeah. a second. <laughs> Is our relationship about to change? Remember when that could have been a thing, Josh Lyman? Remember when I that I didn't like could've... that? That was so awkward to say. Because like, that made it that platonic. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he said that almost killed yeah. it. Like, yeah. I would have been really depressed. There's clearly no semblance of pining on either side in that moment. Because if you did, you wouldn't have said that at all. Yeah. No. And Josh told Donna no. to keep her didn't pants like on. Not, nope. not to... Like <laughs> just to throw that out there. Some... Somebody on one of the message boards said, Oh, Donna, please drag Josh into closets more often. I enjoy it. <laughs> I agree. Oh, God. Um, but they're trapped in a closet like R. Kelly. Had to do it. Yeah. Um, that's where we find out that Rafferty lifted part of the Bartlett health plan that was never yeah. released. And so that's how we oh, get God. back to Toby and Josh yep. being so smart that he is realize that Toby would have been really mad if somebody had lifted some of his language without right. his foreknowledge. And that's how he cracks the case. And it was Toby all along. Yep. Oh, man. Anyway, we really we're along. A lot of time. I kind of liked when we had the time where we were thinking that it was the president. And I wish that they had almost let that go on a little bit longer. But that's mm-hmm. okay. They just would have had to make the episode longer because... That'd be fine. When was their time? There was so yeah, I, yeah. I would have been fine with that back yeah. when Our if Netflix episodes. had existed. Yes, absolutely. Forget commercials. Who watches those anyway? Yeah. Um I also really liked 
uh, the Kate Harper storyline a lot. I do Because too. I like Kate Harper. Yeah. So cute, I like right? it a lot. I was going to say that next too. Yep. It was so cute. I liked that it was this huge buildup and then this, this one, this one little conversation <laughs> that unraveled it all. That just like, going to, she says, uh, you know, like, oh, describe him, whatever. She's like, oh yeah, I used to be married to him. And Charlie was like, oh. And I misunderstood the initial inquiry. <laughs> inquiry. Wow. In- inquiry. Really yeah. Yeah. It was funny because of how quickly both of their demeanors changed. Because yeah. Charlie is like just trying to pass along the info and he has no further intel, doesn't want to be dragged into the he said, she said, like matchmaking. And then he's immediately like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. This is not, this is totally my fault. Um, Yeah. And they were kind of a fun, unexpected pair to have together in this episode. They play off each other very well. They did. And I just like any time that a female on the show gets to really be a woman. Because we see them just holding it down in their jobs. But if they (laughs) ever want a personal life, it's so rare. So... It's always fun to see those little glimpses of it. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm with Charlie on this one. If you haven't learned your gym friends' names after several years of working out and knowing them by sight, ask. it's so real. You can't ask. No, it's horrible too, especially as no. a because I'm a an instructor. I teach like a dance, yeah. fitness, like hip hop Zumba class, and there are people that I know their names or I don't know their names, but I know them by sight for years, and it's too late to ask, and I, they yeah, don't think I'm a jerk. Late. Yeah. No. So, mm-hmm. oh, the struggle is real, guys. Um, yep. But that's not the last chance at love that Kate has in this episode. No, it's not. Wah, 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 I, I just got excited about it, but I really don't know how I feel about it. But uh, I'm excited for Kate, I guess. Yeah, girl, get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. Also, <laughs> I have to drop in an audio clip here. Of her talking about the strategic errors. I just thought that was so funny. Bring him on. The guy. You sure? Yeah. I'm ready to get off the bench. In the game. Like that. I'll put him on the list for the gala tonight. He'll know a bunch of people there. You won't have to entertain him. Who's he going to know? Jimmy Hash, Howard King. He works for the government? He's DC. He's not the only one. I just thought maybe he was a regular person. Sorry. You really don't want to roll out of bed with drool in your face and a little bit of a hangover and change your drawers in the car and show up at the office only to find last night's strategic error in your 9 a.m. strategic planning session. Tell me I'm not having this conversation. Okay, so Kate Harper, clap it up for her. Uh, I love at the ball. I'm just going to call it the ball. I don't know if that's really what it's called, but... They've got Take 5 playing, which is one of my favorite jazz songs. There's so much suspense just written right into it. And Will is taking a little break from all of his little sound bites, work in the room. And this is probably one of his more likable moments for me. Yep. I mean, he's just the most human. Usually he's just so about his agenda. Yes. And this, he just wants to be quiet. And then when he's quiet, he's like, ooh, check out the scenery here with Kate Harper looking fancy. Yep. There's a lot of eye flirting going on. It was fun. I agree. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing that makes him feel more human. There's like, I don't know. It's just, he's showing like normal emotions (laughs) and normal interactions. He has a pulse. (laughs) He's not a robot. He's not a pod person. Yeah. He eats ice yeah. cream and he likes yeah. beautiful women. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I liked it for that moment. But I will say, 
a part of me kind of liked the swirling camera angles, and a part of me kind of felt like I was on a tilt-a-whirl and gonna throw up. Yeah, I agree with that. I like <laughs> it in the sense that it was it was kind of cool to see them do something different and fun, and but then, yeah, but yeah, tilt-a-whirl, yep. <laughs> After a while, I'm like, oh, oop, oop, okay. Yeah. Maybe just focus on one person right now. Um, and at this party, the ball, the party, I don't know, CJ says to Toby, could this be one of those nights we get really sloshed and forget we work together? What? Yeah. What? What, <laughs> what indeed? I mean, that's... That's my commentary, guys. Like, I mean, that's pretty much acknowledging, like... <laughs> Hey, sometimes we get drunk and forget we, you know, like that, I don't, well, I don't know. At least, at least if it hasn't actually happened, it's something that is so comfortable to reference that you've probably referenced it before. But also yeah. it's probably happened. A hundred percent, yes. And I'm not mad about it. There was just a lot of like, out of nowhere sexual energy in this episode, which I thought was really nice because we don't get that often yeah. enough. <laughs> it's not scandal. It's not scandal. No. Um, what what else do you got? I got a couple other things, but I mean, there's there's, there's so much to cover. to cover. You you go ahead with your other things. I I liked um the the thing with Debbie how she wouldn't let them into the oval. I just like the way that they structured it with you know comedy in threes. First Josh tries to get in, and then Will and and Donna, and the way that. Debbie keeps like kind of altering her responses every time, and just I thought that was really funny. Thinking about trying yoga, yeah, like very, it was a small little thing, but funny. Um, I did like the conversation that Leo had with Toby about how he and Josh still feel like they're on the outside of the party, yes. but like they are the party. I yes. liked that a lot. Yes, you guys think you're terriers barking at the heels of the party, and you are the party. You work in the White House. Yeah, I like the party at. I also like it because up until that point in this episode, Leo is kind of playing goalie. Mm-hmm. He's kind of playing a supporting role, you know, a backseat role. But then we realize yeah. how important he is because he's kind of speaking identity to some of the core people who are shaping the country yeah. and don't even realize it. And it's to the point where Toby was asking himself with Rafferty, as we come to find out that's who she is, like, what would he be doing if he weren't working in the White House? And would he be making more of a difference? I mean, that's a huge thing to ask yourself when you're holding such a position in the highest yeah. office in the land. So that shows you kind of where Toby's at mm-hmm. in the whole thing. Um, what else? Is there anything else? I mean, it's like I'm there's so I'm much sure emotion. Sure, there is, but I just this I think episode, it's, you know. So that is yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it though. I, I, I def, I definitely love it. Um, do we have an MVP? Um, I don't know because it's hard to say Toby because he. I don't know why the fact that he like lashes out. I don't know. Okay, but yeah. The Wait, crying, I'm gonna say Richard Schiff. The then. crying in Richard the Schiff. office. Okay. I'm currently looking at my poster that he signed, and he said, To Andrea and Sally, <laughs> love you, all the best yeah, that for Richard <laughs> Oh, gosh. He loves us. We love him. He gets the MVP. 
Not sure if, uh, <laughs> if Sorkin would have allowed fistfights, but here we are, season six. Um, let us know what you guys think. Uh, so you can email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at wingingitpod. We welcome yeah. your comments. And if you if you want to, you can support us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash wingingitpod. And the next episode is A Good Day. Do you remember that one? No. It's, there's a day and it's Oh, good. I remember part of it. That's going to be fun. I remember some of it, yes. You know, where Donna changes her mind about Santos and the stem cells and the secret vote. It's a good time. And the, the middle schoolers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.